0: Love, talk Radio.
1: What's going on, folks? It's your boy, Long Beach Joe, and I am back at it, back at it, back at it. Again? I'm back at it again, man. Listen, salutes and respect to everybody. Had some uh, <laughs> some technical difficulties on the last show oh my goodness i'm not even gonna you know who are who it was <laughs> do i even need to say all right listen but we got it together we're back again we are here to talk about the new york jets beating the bears all right 31 to 10 we're going to have a discussion about that we're also going to be discussing the you know the emergence of mike white boy oh boy has he been playing well right Played well in the last game, looked good. We're hoping to see him put together another, uh, you know, solid game as well. We're gonna be talking about the upcoming game against the Vikings. We're going to be discussing it all. Even Elijah Moore getting involved in the offense. Who to thunk it. Okay? Who to thunk it, baby? We got things rolling. So Listen, let me go ahead and get into the show. I am the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook, search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with you folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on The Long Beach Joe Show. Listen, your boy's on iTunes, all right? For those of you that do not know, your boy is on iTunes, okay? Go on iTunes. Search The Long Beach Joe Show, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, and leave me a five star rating. Okay? Let your boy know what you think about what I'm doing here. And I want to thank everybody that does that. Leave me some feedback. Leave me some comments on there. Let me know how you feel. I'm also on Twitter as well at YoungJ000. Okay? At YoungJ000 is my personal page. You can follow the show at The Long Beach Joe. At The Long Beach Joe. All right, go ahead and follow. Follow you right back. We'll go back and forth. And for those of you that do not know, we also live stream the show as well, okay? We live stream the show for those of you that don't know. Also put up content as well. Go on over to YouTube, all right? Type in Long Beach Joe Jets. Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube, okay? Subscribe. Hit that notification bell so when I post content, y'all be in the know. You know, a lot of people don't know that we live stream this show, baby, all right? Listen, a lot of people that look at your boy, see your boy on live stream, they say, Joe, you're looking good, man. I'm not cocky. I'm not arrogant. You know, I say thanks. You know what I'm saying? But so they say, hey, we watch the show. We listen to the show as well. We like watching it. And also when you come and come into YouTube to you get that live show experience, you get to hit up the savages. You get to meet the savages as well. Venom G salutes you, everybody in the chat, all the savages in there. So we're going to get rolling. We're going to get discussing this uh, Jets Bears man, what a win for the Jets! Thirty-one to ten, beat the Bears. And let me tell you something: there was a lot of questions about Mike White, right? Starting this game, we just benched Zach Wilson. We moved on from him. A lot of people had questions about what Mike White was going to be able to do. Came in there and looked really good. Twenty-two of twenty-eight, three hundred and fifteen yards, three touchdowns. He was just efficient. This guy got the ball out of his hands quick. He made you know very good decisions with the football didn't take any kind of crazy risk, nothing like that. was just solid, and he made everything look so easy. That's the, big, that's the great thing about Mike White. He makes this offense function in the way that it's supposed to. I tell people all the time, I told people when we got Sulla in the building, All right, this is one of the most boring, successful offenses that the NFL has. <laughs> I'm telling you, I watched the Niners. We're running the same Shanahan scheme. Boring success. They run the football efficiently. They ask their quarterback to do very little, right? Safe throws, hit guys in space, and you'll be good to go. Don't do something stupid with the football. Thumbs up. You'll be all right here. The Niners had had success with Jimmy Garoppolo, and he wasn't even that good. And here we are. We have Mike White, a guy that's putting things together, and uh, it looks good. The offense looks really good under him. Our first drive, we were able to get a score. We saw him really ditch it to a lot of different wide receivers from Wilson, Conklin, hit Bam Knight as well for 16 yards. We'll discuss Bam Knight's contribution in this game as well. He came up big here too. He hit Garrett Wilson for a touchdown, put us up 7-0 early. Then you saw Trevor Simeon come out and be able to kind of do his thing. Now, the New York Jets defense struggled a little bit early in this game. All right? I'm going to keep it real with you. It was a little, you know, a little sleepy. (laughs) Not the you know normal Jets come out completely clamp you down defense early like we usually see, but Trevor Simeon was able to find Montgomery for 26 yards. They were able to get a field goal out of that drive as well. So ended at seven three on their first drive on their on their first scoring drive. Then their next scoring drive right after the Jets punted, you saw Trevor Simeon find Claypool for 31 yards. Claypool had two catches for 51 yards on the day. He also found Pringle for a TD as well that put the Bears up ten to seven. But then you saw Mike White be able to come back and rebound, right? Be able to continue to keep the Jets' offense rolling. Mike White found Garrett Wilson for a 54-yard touchdown. Garrett Wilson had a big day, man, a big day against the Bears. Five catches, 95 yards. So with that 54-yard TD, that put the Jets up 14-10. to Then before the half, the, the the Bears punted, and Mike White was able to you know, string together a drive. He found Denzel Mims for 11 yards and, sets up Zerline for a 57-yard field goal in the rain, and Zerline hit it. Zerline, that field goal looked good, and it looked like he could have hit it from longer than 57. <laughs> that ball was still in the air and straight. That put the Jets up 17-10 to going into the half. Now, when you look at the way that Mike White was dealing, wheeling and dealing within this offense, man, listen, at the half, he was 16 of 20, 235 yards. He had two touchdowns, and he had hit 10 different receivers. That's efficiency, ladies and gentlemen, efficiency. <laughs> this guy's just finding guys open. Whoever you are, it doesn't matter. Look, you're open, getting the ball out of my hands. I don't want no trouble. All right? He's not worried about the rush. He, he's, he's making quick decisions. He's deciphering the defense and making it happen. That's something that Zach Wilson struggled with. Mike White is not holding on to this ball very long at all. Then we get to the second half, and that's where the Jets really just rolled, man. The Jets' defense made adjustments. We saw John Franklin Myers come out in the second half, get a sack. That really got things rolling early. Bam Knight and Ty Johnson, man, were just ripping off runs, seven, eight-yard runs back-to-back. Bam Knight had 14 carries to 69 yards in this game. We also saw, you know, Mike White hit a Moore for a 22-yard TD as well. Elijah Moore, two catches for 64 yards and a touchdown. Remember that guy? He was the guy that, like, wanted to get out of here because he wasn't part of the offense. Anybody remember him? <laughs> he had a big day as well. He looked good. That put the Jets up 24 to 10. Ty Johnson also had another – or he had a 32-yard touchdown run as well. Ty Johnson, five carries, 62 yards, one touchdown. Him and Bam Knight together looked phenomenal in this game. Now, keep in mind – Michael Carter dealing with an ankle injury, right? He was, you know, doing his thing on the sidelines. He's dealing with the ankle injury, which we found out as well after the game as well. Um, So things are looking kind of spotty for him. We'll see if he's going to be able to play in the upcoming game. Sulla actually sat James Robinson down. He was inactive for the game. Sulla came out after the game as well and talked about how he felt like they left a lot of meat on the bone as far as the running game. So he decided to go with Bam Knight and Ty Johnson uh, for this game to see how they would uh, work the situation as far as the ground game. And he calls the running back situation a day-to-day situation. Now, a lot of people looked at that and were like, man, what are they doing? I told people this as well. When you look at the San Francisco 49ers and the way they run that offense and how they run the running game, right, they have a bunch of Marriott of backs that you don't even know. They run with a ton of guys. I remember, I think it was a season ago or two seasons ago, they had an undrafted rookie free agent lead them in rushing. They're always near the top of the league in running as well. They just put guys in there and have them run within the system, and it works. They got three to four guys that they just rotate constantly. They don't always have a feature guy, and it works there. And they make it happen. So this, to me, wasn't like a huge surprise, especially, again, Sullen making that decision, the offensive staff making that decision. They're going to keep going with different guys because the running system, the scheme here will allow you to do that. Then, again, we saw the Jets' defense really clamp down as well. After that Johnson, a 32-yard touchdown, we did miss a 53-yard field goal. But Mosley got a big interception to really put things away. And the Jets took it, 31-10. to 10. We looked really good in that game, especially coming out in that second half, making the adjustments. The offense was alive, ladies and gentlemen. It's alive. Mike White is at the helm. Now, I know there was a lot of questions, and we'll get to the, to the lines in just a second. Believe me, I want to have this conversation with you folks. And, again, apologize for the technical difficulties. Okay? <laughs> Y'all know where it came from. I ain't got to keep, you know, <laughs> saying nothing. All right? But – you know, we'll come to you guys in just a second. Now, after the game, Sulla was questioned about Mike White and what he was going to do going forward. Had Mike White won the quarterback position? Did he win it? He didn't speak on it. He kind of danced around it, declined to talk about it, but he did say this: the quarterback position is day to day. He doesn't want to get into hypotheticals. He's not going to play that game. I'll tell you like this: I understand that Coach Sulla is the uh, you know head coach of the New York Jets. I understand that he has to keep his nose clean, has to say everything, right? Say everything right. The New York media will overplay things. We all understand that. But let me tell you something, and I'm a Zach Wilson guy. Everyone knows that. I love him. I think he can be the future guy. He's made mistakes. He hasn't played well. I'll be the first to tell you I hold him accountable. But if Mike White continues to play like this, if Mike White continues to go out there and be efficient, if Mike White continues to have the offense rolling and have guys like Elijah Moore, Garrett Wilson, all these other guys as well, these young guys we got here that we want to see what they have, if he continues to go out there and these guys continue to shine like this, it is going to be extremely hard to sit this guy down. And I know that they've come out and said that they want to put Zach Wilson on the field at some point this year, they want to see what he's got. They call this a reset. But if Mike White keep playing like this, it's going to be a reset, all right? Because so they're going to reset your ass straight to that bench, okay, baby? i <laughs> are right, going to reset you to that bench. I'm going to keep it real, all right? It's going to be tough for them to go away from Mike White if he continues to play like this. So we're going to discuss that. We're also going to be discussing the upcoming game against the Vikings as well at teams nine and two. They're phenomenal. We're going to be discussing that too. And also there's some uh, rumors swirling, okay, about a Senator, Joe Adibu. I believe that's his name. He wants the Jets, you know, he wants the Jets to come back to New York. He's talking about wanting to see – a stadium built in Willem Point, Queens, that seats seventy to eighty thousand. Now I'm a West Coast guy; I don't know much about, you know, New York and the Queens area. I got a little family around there, you know. But uh, let me know for those of you that that live around that area, or, you know, are living in that East Coast. I want to I want to talk to you folks as well tonight. How do you folks feel about that? If the Jets do end up in Queens, now again, there's there's just this is just starting to talk heat. This is just starting to swirl up. If the Jets do end up with a stadium in Queens, would you be interested in continuing to go consistently to Jets game for that? I know a lot of people that want to get away from MetLife. I know that. Me, myself, I go to MetLife. Y'all know at least once a year I try to. Boy, that New Jersey transit is terrible. Can you fix the train system for the love of goodness? All right. Also, again, the New York Jets dealing with injuries. Michael Carter, low ankle sprain. There's a lot of talk about him being unlikely to play against the Vikings. Also, Odobushi as well dealing with the groin injury. Uh, Ashton Davis has a hamstring injury, uh, so those two guys are questionable. The Jets also signed Jonathan Ward to the practice squad. You know, dealing with the situation with uh, with the with uh, Michael Carter, and Sheldon Rankins is back at practice. Light practice though, so we'll see exactly when he's going to be able to get out there on the field with the New York Jets full time. So we'll see. But, again, light practice for Sheldon Rankin's. good to see him on the field. He did talk about how he wanted to – that he was going to come back earlier from the injury than a lot of people thought. So we're going to be discussing – listen, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We live, baby. We live, all right? Wherever you're watching me from, please give the stream a thumbs up. Also share the stream with your friends and your family. Okay, subscribe if you have not subscribed. I don't know why you haven't subscribed yet. Please subscribe. Hit that notification bell so when I post content, you folks will be in the know. If you want to give to the stream, the super chat's there. All right, the Cash App is also at the bottom of the stream as well for anyone that wants to give. Anything you give to the platform is greatly appreciated. So we're going to get to these lines again, 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We'll get to all the callers. Be patient. We're going to come to everybody first. We're going to come to my guy, Jason. Jason, I'm coming to you first. Salutes to you, Jason. I want to thank you for calling in tonight, man. I'm glad to be able to speak with you. I apologize about the technical difficulties. Salutes, Venom Gs, he knows. <laughs> so, Jason, give me your thoughts on this Jets win, 38-10 to over the Bears. How you feel about Mike White's performance?
2: Well, um, first thing I want to say is I can actually hear you this time. Yay for that.
0: <laughs> and... Uh... <laughs>
2: Salute, <laughs> <That's> salute, <laughs> man, salute! Uh, Thank you, Kim, for calling in. Dude, I, I, I dude, it might, Zach Melissa must have done something to try to stop us from talking, man. Because I guarantee you, man, he was not, he was not happy seeing Michael White lighting it up um, against the Chicago Bears, man. Not only that, mm-hmm. though, Mike White, he, he showed development, man. People were saying Maggie on him, saying, oh, he was a, just a check down person, blah, blah, blah. Mike White just showed um, – he made some throws that that wasn't checked out, and he made some throws that made you go, oh, my goodness. It's mm-hmm. amazing. I'm happy, dude. I'm yeah. excited, dude. I can't wait. I'm sorry. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, he looks phenomenal. Now, my question for you, Jason, is if Mike White continues to have this type of success offensively, do you think we'll be able to put Zach Wilson on the field at any point? I mean, if Mike White continues to come out and have the offense looking solid, getting the ball out of his hands quickly, young guys again lighten up like Garrett Wilson, Elijah Moore. In your mind, doesn't that just absolutely kind of take away the idea of putting Zach Wilson back out on this field as New York Jets starting quarterback?
2: Well, yeah, and um, if he if he continues if he does this against the Vikings and Bills, there's no way you can you can go out there and say, oh yeah, um, Zach's coming back. Well, not only that, even if somehow, um, if Mike White doesn't do well, if Zach isn't ready, um, Star ain't going to put him out there. He said it himself. He's going to put the kid out there when he thinks the kid's ready, when he's able to handle it. So even if, if Mike White doesn't do good, we may, instead of seeing Zach, we may see Blacko. And it's, so it's, it's only when it could be this year, it could be next year. We don't know. It's only when... Still feels like he's ready to um, be able to move to be able to play in the offense.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, that's what I hear you. I hear you, man. You're bringing some fire takes. Now, what are your thoughts about Bam Knight and Ty Johnson being the Jets' two leading rushers against the Bears? I mean, they had a big day for us on the ground.
2: Yeah, yeah, man, dude. They they came out, dude, and um, came. They were amazing, dude. Especially John Johnson, that touchdown one, man. Hopefully we hopefully hmm. they can continue this man. But this just shows how great the um, Joe Douglas Sal is able to groom um our running backs and make them even when we go down to our four fifth string running backs, they could still play and could still be amazing, dude. Uh close too yeah. close to our head coach and close to our GM that could bring talent even if it's a four fifth string and still can ball
1: out. Yeah, yeah. fucking fact. They were running like crazy. I was looking at, like, again, Bam Knight was a guy that we were all excited about, especially in the preseason. And we were like, man, this guy. And then, again, with the roster situation, and then he was kind of put off. And then we saw, again, where us going forward with Ty Johnson, who was a shocker that was still on the active roster. A lot of people didn't see him making the roster, but he was able to. And then you saw, again, Brees Hall, who got injured. Michael Carter, we thought we were going forward with him. But Bam came in. He looked like a fresh pair of legs. And to me, it was shocking to see Ty Johnson run the way that he was because Ty has been the kind of guy that's been up and down here you know, with this one of the running game. So I thought that it looked really good. Now my final question for you, man, we got a Vikings game coming up. Man, give me your thoughts about that situation. Do you see Mike White being able to put together back-to-back solid games? What are your expectations for him in this upcoming game against the Vikings? Well, first things first, man, I'm excited to see, you know, um,
2: he gets to face a, great, a good a good team. So all those teams that wanted to say, oh, it's against the Bales, can't say anything if he does well this game. But um, I'm a, it, it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun game dude. I can't wait for the sauce versus uh, Jefferson at times. I don't think it's gonna happen that much because they're gonna try to put weed against um, Jefferson so that they can have like a better matchup wise. But it's gonna be a great game, and I think my white going my wife's going against like the worst passing defense. So, I'm expecting him to not pull up the same stats as he did, Well, probably like 250, 260 out there, you know. We have their okay. CBs, Dale Hurts in the CBs area. I think I want to see we can take um, advantage of that and our, And Mike White can get them the ball. So,
1: it's going to be a great game, dude, and I can't wait. Give me your final score prediction for the game uh, coming up against the Vikings. Jets Vikings, who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think this game ends up?
2: Oh, so I think this game's going to be a shootout. And I think um, Jets win. Let's see. 34-31 Ooh. Jets.
1: Ooh, 34-31. <laughs> Listen, Jason, I want to thank you for calling in, man. I got to slide off. You have yourself a good night, all right? You too as well. Jeff. Victory Monday. Let's go. Let's go. Listen, we're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We are taking all callers. Again, when you call in, please be patient. We'll get to everybody. Also, make sure when you call in, your phone's good. Please do not call me from a phone that you found in the back of a Kmart dumpster. All right? Call me from a good line so I can be able to hear you. I want my audience to hear you. I want to be able to hear you as well. And also when you call in new callers, please know I do not allow profanity on my show. Don't call in cursing like crazy, all right? I'd get you out of here fast. I'm talking fast. Faster than the New Jersey Transit can send you on a wrong train to MetLife. Come on. <laughs> can somebody figure out how to put a train that will take you to Sea Caucus correctly? How many times am I going to get told to go to the wrong place by one of the attendants in the New Jersey transit. How many times? Why? Why does that constantly happen to me? How come every time I want to go to the game, a simple train that could go from one place to another gets shut down? I got to go through five trains, all right? I got to go all the way to New York to come all the way back to the stadium because I'm getting told to go to the wrong places. I hope they do put the Jets in Queens. Hopefully it's easier, all right? We're going to keep getting to these lines again. 515-602-9639 is number. Call in. We're taking all callers. Please give the stream a thumbs up as well. Next, I'm going to my guy, Ted. Ted, I'm coming directly to you. For those of you that do not know, Ted, oh, Ted, this man is a savage. <laughs> it's a damn savage. Ted, salutes. What's up, Joe? I'm speak with you this evening. What's up, man? Listen. What's up? Bears, Jets, 3110, Mike White coming out, absolutely dialing things up. How do you feel about that performance, man?
3: Spoke about it on your earlier show, Joe. Good evening. Um, glad your technical issues are behind you. Uh, I thought my <laughs> Sesame Street phone was on the blink. I thought my Sesame Street <laughs> phone was on the blink when I called because didn't hear much on the receiving end.
1: Um, Yeah, yeah, man. It's you know, you know, them people. I, go okay, ahead, so. go ahead. Them people was tripping. Go ahead, go ahead. Oh my God.
0: Go ahead. So
3: okay, so Joe, just based on Mike's White's just short career, and you could just see, and based on last year's Cincinnati game, he was ready to play. He's ready to play, mm-hmm. despite the weather. Okay, despite the poor conditions, the guy had a tremendous game. And did what he had to do. And the team played with confidence. You could see the energy that the other players play with with him. Um, and even the defense. I did see, and you want to talk about defense, giving the defense a breather. Because Zach Wilson, every yeah. time Zach Wilson would, would be three and out, which would be most of his drives, especially against the Patriots, um, the defense would be would be on the field. I don't know what the time of possessions were in some of these, but you could just see the energy level of the team just just rise up, just rise up for him, yeah. and and just, I mean, ride. You know, let's go with him as long as possible. That's what I say.
1: Mm-hmm. Now I hear you. I hear you there, um, Ted, and, and I understand. Listen, Mike White played mm-hmm. well. Things look good. We saw him really show command of the offense, but I want to play devil's advocate for a second with you, right? Mm-hmm. What do you say to people that believe, listen, Zach Wilson was the guy we took second overall. Young guy, he's the future. He must see the field again simply because we took him that high. That is too much of an investment to have sitting on the bench. We need to allow him, okay, yeah, he sat down for, you know, a game. Yeah, he got a reset. But Mike White's not the future, Zach Wilson is the future, and he needs to be out there. What do you say to that? What do you say to people that believe that i don't i
3: i can't I can't believe it not Joe, because I have a feeling well it's my speculation that if the, there's only so much you can coach a player and then the player's going to have to take over and and master his craft, especially a quarterback mm-hmm. so I'm going to blame a lot of his issues with his footwork and his um, maybe his in-game management on – I know he's got to play more, but I really believe the footwork is on Zach. Maybe he's Mm -hmm. not preparing enough. Maybe he's not performing. Uh, I don't know what he's doing behind the scenes. But I remember there was a player earlier in the year, and I I was going to look this up before I called you yesterday, who said that Mike White throws a catch, more catchable ball or something to that effect. Or a catch, more Garrett catchable Wilson. ball. It was Garrett. Yeah, yeah, okay. No,
1: well, I, think he, I think he was talking about Joe Flacco. He said Joe oh, Flacco. Oh, okay. Throws a, I a thought it was white. I you was talking might be right. Joe Flacco. You,
3: okay. You might be right. But uh, there comes a well, point, Joe, if we, Joe. Well, go ahead, go Joe, let I'll let say this. Joe, let me say this real up. quick. If, if, we had three, if we had three wins, I would probably say yes. But we're contending for possibly the, the division title,
0: okay? Yeah. And we
3: have a stacked defense, and we have a stacked defense. We have a lot of talent on offense, too, obviously. We just the quarterback away, as far as I can see. Um, if if we were a three-win team, maybe roll with Zach, sort of like what you would, do, you would do with Justin Fields. You want to get him to play, except Justin yeah. Fields probably runs a little too much for his own good right now because um, he's already hurt. The fact that we're in a wild card hunt, the fact that we're in a division, you know, race, you have to go with Mike right now. And I'm interested in seeing the Dolphins and the 49ers because I don't know if the Dolphins can even handle a physical team like the Niners. I would love yeah. to s I'm, I'm very fascinated by that game. Very fascinated yeah. well, by Well, here's that the
1: thing. The, here's the thing. Go ahead. I, I think that's, that's – yeah, here's the thing I think that's interesting when you talk about and, – and I've had discussions with people that, that say that as well. Listen – You know, Zach Wilson's the future, so on and so forth. And I understand that completely. Again, I'm a Zach guy. I'm not going to run away from that take. I always, you know, keep it straight. Everybody knows that. I'm very realistic. But when you're playing the way that he was playing and then you're saying the things that he was saying as well, when you have a guy that's able to step up the way that Mike White has stepped up and played as well, if he continues to play like this, if he continues to play like this, you can't look at this situation and go, okay, yeah, we've invested – you know, the the second pick in Zach Wilson. But guess what? We've also invested a first-round pick in Garrett Wilson. We've also invested a second-round pick, a high second-round pick in Elijah Moore. We've also invested a ton of money in the offensive line with Lakin Thomason. We also invested in the tight end position with C.J. Uzama and and, and Conklin. We also invested a first-rounder in Jermaine Johnson. And we invested a ton of money with Carl Lawson and so on and so Mm -hmm. forth. Whitehead, we brought all these guys – sauce is a high first-round pick as well. If you allow yep. your quarterback to go out there and just be reckless with the football and throw things away, he's, he's running backwards against teams, spinning around like a ballerina, throwing interceptions, forcing balls where they don't belong, and then he's doubling down in pressers like he did against uh, when, we were, when we played against the Patriots the first time, saying, I don't want to play boring football. And in that game, he ran out and threw three interceptions. Then you're completely wasting the rest of your investment as well. What about the other players? What about the other guys that are going out there busting their behinds week in and week out? Elijah Moore has not been a factor in the offense pretty much all damn season. Implement Mike White, you see a touchdown. You see him have, you know, what do you have, what, two catches for 64 yards and a touchdown in this game. Looked phenomenal. He had a 42-yard catch that was unbelievable because a guy Mm -hmm. is getting the ball out of his hands. You not only are you, are you throwing your investment away, right, but you're also wasting yeah. a chance to really push and go forward because, I, I look, I, I keep it real. I don't want to get too far ahead, but this looks like a Super Bowl defense.
0: This, to me, oh. looks
1: like the best defense in the league. I'm not yep. lying. We look like the yep. best defense in the league, and we're built, and we look, and we play a lot like the 2009 team that went to the AFC Championship. We don't have time to waste that. This is year two, and I'm all about growing and maturing. and I get that. But when you're playing like that, and then you're doubling down, and then you got a guy that's willing to step in and play better, the NFL, you got to pick it up. This is a league about competition. We talk about constantly competition in every position. You play like that, you lose your spot. I don't give a damn if you got picked high in the first or in the fifth. You got beat out. So. We'll see if they implement Zach Wilson back out on the field at some point. But if Mike White continues to play like this, it's going to be tough to pull him. And I'm playing devil's advocate here, but it's going to be tough. I understand wanting to see Wilson back out on that field, but I'm telling you, Mike White is hes putting things together, and we'll see. Now, that leads me to my next question for you, Ted, because we got an upcoming mm-hmm. game here against these Vikings, man. And I look at this Vikings pass rush, it's serious business. Give me your thoughts on us facing Zardarius Smith, Hunter, man, with our offensive line. Are you confident they will be able to properly protect
3: Mike White? Joe, what you said before earlier about uh, the reason why Mike, Mike White is start, starting was perfect, Every, all the reasons mm-hmm. what you stated previously. You couldn't have said it more perfectly myself. Uh, I'm not afraid of Minnesota's defense. Look what Mac Jones just did. Mac Jones just lit him up, and Mac Jones is – a below-average quarterback with below-average receivers, and they just lit them up. I I don't have any issue. I mean, I believe I agree with the previous caller. It's going to be a shootout. I don't think we can hold them down the whole game. We're going to have to come out and be aggressive. And, well, I'll take one step back. Mike White has to do Mike White things. If he does what he did against the Bears, I think we'll be fine with our defense. We can hold uh, Minnesota down a little bit, just a little. Um, that, but that defense doesn't scare me at all. That defense oh, wow. doesn't scare me at all. Okay. The way Mike White can get out, maybe the crowd noise a little, but um, mm-hmm. Mike White can get out, do a little running game, do short passes like he did, get the ball out of his hands quick. I have, I have no, no fear of that defense.
1: Okay. Okay. Now, give yep. me your final score, man. Give me your final score prediction. Who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think it ends up?
3: I have no doubt that the Jets can definitely win this game. I think it's going to be, Ooh. like the previous caller said, probably like a maybe 31-23, a little bit ugly score. Jets,
1: 100%. Okay. Listen, Ted, I want to thank you for calling in, man. It's phenomenal speaking to you. I got to slide off. The lines is hot. You have yourself a good night, All my right, friend. Joe. You too, Joe. All right. Have a you good have a, one, sir. Absolutely. We're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, 515 602 is number. Call in. Please be patient. Believe me, we will get to everyone tonight. It's a hot night. Next, I'm going to my guy, Val. I think this is Val. Val, is this you? Is this, is this you on the line, Val? Listen, hold Joe. on. For those of you that do not know, <laughs> Val, that boy is savage, man. That boy is
0: savage. <laughs> Man, you see how they
1: try, Val. You see how they try to hold me down, but I just keep fighting on back. You see how they try to hold me down, Val. The
4: the blog talk couldn't hold the heat, man. It was just too hot. (laughs) It was too hot. We scored too much. They
5: already knew the phone
4: was going
0: to
1: be
4: a little too hot, man. You already know
0: what
1: time it (laughs) is. Listen,
4: here we go. Listen,
1: let's get to it, Val. All right, let's get to it. Mike White, phenomenal game against the Bears, thirty-one to ten. What, when you watch him, man, what do you see him do that you think kind of creates this success? What does he do differently that, that Zach Wilson can't do? Why is the offense so functional under him?
4: Man, um, he can make easy throws. That's number one. Number two, he actually look around the field he doesn't just aim at um he doesn't just look at one person particular one wide receiver he actually scans the field and see exactly who's open and he um actually you know has a little bit more accuracy to throw that ball in between windows as you've seen so he just really showed experience out there so that's exactly what we needed
1: that's what i seen yeah I mean, he's, he, like you said, he's getting the ball out of his hands quickly. He's putting things together. He's handling business, man. He's making quick decisions. Now, when you look at yes, some sir. of the throws he was able to make, like some of the guys that, to me, that really turned things up was Garrett Wilson, man. What were your thoughts about his performance? Five catches, 95 man. yards, and he had two touchdowns on the day. How did you feel about that guy stepping up and playing as well as he did?
4: Listen, man. Listen, we gotta get the the guy the ball, and I'm glad we got the quarterback. Like I said, man. I, I, well, we're gonna get to that, but we had to get him the ball, and we've seen the talent. Mm. He got drafted at the same spot that he was supposed to be drafted at because this kid has talent. I'm just, I'm just amazed that the rookies is out here looking like superstars so far, and this is yeah. very important to show you. Thank you to Jamal Adams of, you know, helping us get these picks and stuff like that because, man, <laughs> we are getting some glorious wins now. You know, the the the, the cloud is going away, and it, the light is starting to shine. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we, I mean, we definitely, guys, you know. Oh, go
1: ahead. Yeah. I mean, listen, these guys are stepping up and playing well. Garrett Wilson has just been phenomenal, you know, pretty much all season. Like, we've seen him really step up, but – Man, that game yesterday when he was just breaking out and handling his business, we even saw Elijah Moore become a part of the offense once really again, whoa. right? Two catches, 64 yards oh, and a touchdown. Man. Like, whoa, bro. The whole
4: stadium like, was just happy to see Elijah Moore get the yeah. ball and score a touchdown. Yeah. Everybody felt how he felt, you know. So it's just like, you know, we was all on him for, you know, demanding the trade. But he was the person that really started that, that talk about the quarterback position because it was kind of ridiculous. This guy has a lot of talent, and he hasn't got the ball. So it's just like, man, you know, he's been putting in a lot of work in the off season to get ready for the season, and you're not getting the ball. So it's just like, you know, it's very frustrating, especially with a guy with that talent. And you've seen this past Sunday, once you get him the ball, he can even run for more yards. So, you know, it's just yeah. like I'm, I'm happy. I'm very happy of how everything is going. And I'm really happy that everybody's echoing, you know, it's not just me that I was saying it, but it's just like, you know, we needed that change and we needed that spark and we're finally getting that spark. And yes, it was against the Bears, but you know, Hey, we would have probably been in the dogfight with the other quarterback. You know, we would have probably been going back and forth. So, you know, we would probably been putting the ball a whole bunch of times, but we actually scored on a first drive. That's what I've been <clears> always <throat> echoing we needed to score in the first quarter. We have to be aggressive. So, and and we're seeing that.
1: So, I'm happy, man. Yeah. So, now moving on to this game, upcoming game against the Vikings, Val, my question for you. Yes, sir. Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen going to be matched up with Sauce and Reed. Are you excited about watching that battle, man? What are your thoughts on it? Man, that is
4: prime time TV. We got the the arguably number one cornerback rookie, superstar in the making, hopefully if everything plans out against arguably the best wide receiver in the league. So this is going to be a very, very interesting game, and I cannot – I can't even lie, I've been waiting for this game all week. And then, you know, the week is almost done, but, you know, I I definitely can't wait. But, man, it's going to be a very good game. And I think it's going to be a high-scoring game, but it's going to test Mm. to see how the the, um, the defense – tackles because we have to tackle. We've been missing a few tackles in, yep. um, in these few games that we've been seeing. You know, we, we're we kind of getting a little shaky with the tackles, but we got to, you know, close it in and stuff like that because we got Cooks as well, too. They got a good running back. Yep. They got Dalvin Cooks, and they got a, a a a person that could pass the ball, you know, and Kirk Cousins. We don't know what type Kurt of Kirk Cousins, Cousins yeah. we're going to get. Yeah, we don't know if he's going to be red hot or he's going to be a, the below average quarterback. So, you know, so, let's
1: Yeah, and and and, let me, let me, and we're going to continue to talk about this, you know, throughout the show as well, but T.J. Hawkinson as well. Listen, a lot of people sleeping. T.J. is a really good tight end, and he'll route you up, and he just got yep. there, and he's really picked up things quickly. Let me tell you something. That guy's a weapon. He can stay healthy. Boy, he'll put it to you. But listen, Val, give me your final score prediction, man. Who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think this game ends up?
4: Oof. All right, so I'm I'm, I'm probably going – I'm going to go probably 30, um, 32, 30, I'm, I'm going to go 31-24, 31-24. I, I feel like this is going to be a high-scoring 31, game. 31-24, like course Yes, yes. Let's go. Oh. Let's, okay. Let's, let's, let's
1: go. <laughs> okay.
0: I mean, yes, yes indeed. Said, yeah, of
1: course. Like, what, what else? Where is I going? Listen, bro, I want to thank you for calling in, man. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you. I got to slide off. We got callers. Oh, thank you again oh, for, for sure. calling one, in, man.
4: One thing, everybody, do yes. not curse on the um. Cur- do not curse on the lines because Joe would get you out of here as fast as Zach Wilson got benched.
0: All right, I'm out of here. Oh. <laughs>
1: get out of here, Y'all see how Val hits you and then slide off? <laughs> Listen, we're going to keep getting to these lines again. 515 602 515 is number. Call in. We're taking all callers. Again, when you call in, please be patient. We'll get to everybody. Lines are hot. Salutes to everybody. And, again, thank everybody for calling in. We're going to keep on going. Next, I'm going to my guy, Rusty. Rusty, we're coming directly to you. Salutes to you, Rusty. For those of you that do not know, Rusty, Oh, he's a boy's a savage, man. Salutes to you, Rusty. <laughs> listen, Jets beat the Bears 31-10. What do you say to people that think, listen, Mike White, his performance was nice. But Zach Wilson's the number two pick. We need to see him out on the field as soon as possible. What are your thoughts about that, man?
6: Salutes, Joe. Salutes, fellow savages. And uh, yeah, it was a it was a Thank you, Bud. And uh, it it was a win that we should have had. And um, you know it was a little jumpy at first, but then we you know we convinced it, so that was good. And it's good that C.J. Mosley held it down in that end zone. But when it comes to Zach, mm-hmm. little Zachy poo, I mean, I I was for it, and then you know of course didn't know the the locker room, what was going on in the back room you know, the backgrounds and stuff and then he says that about our butcher block defense. So mm. Yeah, he's he's on that, that, that list, man, you know? <laughs> he made that list. And so I, I just see him as a potential, you know, Jamalish type of trade if somebody bites. You
7: know? Wow. I mean
6: we, Wow, right? Uh, uh, yeah. You ready I, I'm to move for on from it man already? Wow. If it consists of, because, you know it's... I've seen it a lot. I I can't say that I've seen it all, because, you know, not that old as, you know, some of us fellow Jeff fans, and that's in a good way. But, I I mean, I'm team first. You know, I've seen, like, those greedy quarterbacks with the the Neil O'Donnell types and the other guys, and then getting injured with Ken O'Brien when it was promising, you know? Like... And and then especially getting injured with with, uh, Pennington. So... No. I mean, we we had our future quarterback franchise with that guy, but then the injury things. So yeah, I am what, what, team first, so and whatever true. happens, happens.
1: Yeah, and I get that. But for you, what what do you think it would take to see to for the coaching staff to put Zach Wilson out there? Like, it, it, does it take two bad games from Mike White? Does it take three? I mean, if you were the Jets coaching staff, let's say if you were Sulla, how many bad games would it take? for you to say, okay, we're going back to Zach. Now we sit Mike White. Is it one? Is it two? Is it three? What is it? Three. But I don't know if I go back to, yeah,
6: I don't know if I go back to Zach School, honestly. Yeah. I I mean, I'd honestly like, because I compare it like this, you know. I I would want I want to see what Shrevler would should be at second string, and that's nothing bad. The Flacco, but he's a statue. Okay. You know, I I and I understand the whole thing with Shrevler. You know, hasn't really played and played against thirds, You know, I understand that. But if you can just give him nibbles, you know, and treat him like a second stringer, why not? Look at what Mike White did. And not saying that everybody can do that, but I'm happy with Mike White. And if and if it works, it works. You know, don't. Don't let it go, and don't do like what Buffalo did and pull Flutie, and then put that guy back in. That's how I see this. If Mike White's like our Doug Flutie to win the Buffalo Bills had him, and you know should have kept him in and then took him out during the playoff game, and then that against Tennessee, and then that crazy ending happened, the miracle or whatever i i that's how yep. I see it, so keep him. That's that's how I feel. All right. Eat Mike White. Right. MF.
0: MFW, I mean, I'm,
6: I'm, and I ain't cursing, but I'm, I did it subliminally.
0: Yes, let's go I'm MFW.
1: Just, I'm just, okay, listen, I'm just I, – I hear you. I'm just asking the questions here. You know, I want to know. Yeah. I, for me, I, I look at the situation, and I'm thinking if Mike White, again, can put together a string of games, his leash might get longer and longer. I mean, last time, what, he played bad against Buffalo pretty much. I think he got injured against the Colts. Then he played bad yep. against Buffalo and ended up. You know, being gone because, again, but at that time, again, uh, Zach Wilson was dealing with an injury and came back. But we'll see. We'll see what's going to happen in the future. Now, we got the Vikings coming up, Rusty. You look at this situation. What are your expectations of Mike White against this Vikings defense? They got pass rushers. They got guys to get after. I know that they're, you know, you look at them statistically. They're not the best against the pass. I think they're ranked like 32nd against the pass uh, as far as yeah, the defense. That... They're ranked, I think like 14th against the run or something like that. Now, what are your expectations of him number-wise? Are you expecting 250, two touchdowns, or what, do you, what are you expecting out of him against the Vikings? I just
6: hope he gets gives uh, gets what that defense gives us because uh, I ain't sleeping on them. They're not no slash defense either. You know, like, yeah, mm-hmm. they're bad yep. in certain things, but they make me nervous. Yep. You know, it's not like, I, I don't know. It's not it's no cakewalk okay with them, and they got some yep. dudes, man. And uh, they yeah. got confidence. So if you got those guys and confidence, you know, they're 9-2. and two, And it's not by mistake. Yes. Now Mind you, they got blown out by the, the Cowboys and by Philly. And I hope we can repeat that. But I, I ain't sleeping on them. You can't. And I, I just yeah. hope that we can weather those tsunamis. That's really what it is. I hope that, you know... White can weather the tsunamis, take what it gives them, because eventually a big play is going to open up. If you can do that, mm-hmm. the defense is going to get frustrated, and it's like, all right, go go attack, you know, 20 yards plus. And in college, he's, he's in the college Hall of Fame too. He's got the most – he's got the highest completion uh, percentage all time in college football history uh, with yards, you know, 20-plus yards completion percentage. Mm-hmm. So – you know, there's something, there's something there. You know, so he, he's yeah, I mean, he, and listen. it's it could be something.
1: I hope yeah, the I mean, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll see oh. what happens. Now, my final question for you, Rusty, give me your final score prediction. Who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think this game ends up between the Jets and the Vikings? Uh,
6: I I don't know. I mean, I I can see flip flop in either way if it's tight. I mean. I honestly don't know. It's a cl- it, and I could see us taking advantage Come on, of if there's a blowout. Give us Just give me the, the score car predictor. crash. It's like Buffalo. It freaks me out, man. I'm you not good at these it? things. I'm uh, am too superstitious. Oh my,
0: God. How I run?
1: <laughs> oh my goodness. Rusty Ducking in the traffic,
6: score it's rolling.
1: You duck the score predictor. give it to me, yeah. Oh no, i have a little
8: confidence.
6: I, oh my I I think we're gonna win, but I'm not giving All those four predictions. Right. So you're
1: not giving but, us four. Um, All right, well listen, listen, no, I'm here. like that. It's, been, it's weird. It's been phenomenal speaking with you. I'm, I, I'm and I hope we come back to Queens. So. Oh yeah, you, you're a guy. You're a guy there. You know, what are your thoughts about that? Before I let you go, really quickly, what are your thoughts about uh, Senator Joe Adabo, Adabo, I Adabu, I think his name is. Uh, talking about possibly trying to get the Jets to Willis Point Queens. What are your thoughts about that, really quickly? Hey, I
6: love it. I hope every Jets fan wants that, too, because the last time we went to a Super Bowl, we were representing Queens. So mm. that's that's right. what happened. And we're the only New York team in New York State to ever win a Super Bowl. Giants only did it when they moved to Jersey. So okay. we have that. Huffalo Let's is up 0-4.
1: All right. Well, listen, Rusty Salutes, I want to thank you for calling in. I got to slide off. You have yourself a good one, all right?
6: Absolutely. Salutes Joe. Salutes fellow savages. Let's go Jets.
1: Let's go. Listen, I can't believe Rusty slid off. He slid off and ducked the score prediction. Oh. oh, we're going to keep getting to these lines again, 515 515-602-9639, 515 515-602-9639. 602 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. Again, when you call in, please be patient. We'll get to everybody. Lines are hot. Next, I'm going to my guy, Venom. Venom, we're coming to you. Chris, Brick, BK, Steve, we'll come to you in a second. Other callers, hold on. We'll get to everybody. Listen, salutes to my guy, Venom. For those of you that don't know, Venom, he's a savage. <laughs> Joe, Boy, what's up, Joe? Venom. What's up, man? Listen, Yo, Venom, let's, let's talk <laughs> we about talking about that it.
0: talk
1: tonight. Listen, we talking that talk tonight. We got Mike White performing well against the uh, Bears, 22-28, fifteen, three three TDs. I mean, uh, what are your thoughts about this, man? When you look at this situation, the way that Mike White's playing, how many games do you think that he has before, if he has – some bad games. How many bad games do you think he can have before they pull, you know, pull the chain on him and possibly put Zach Wilson back in? This guy's playing phenomenal. I mean, as he continues to play, doesn't the leash get longer? Yeah, but yeah, the the better he plays, the leash does get longer. But I,
9: I, Joe, I feel so ecstatic for that kid. I'm so proud of that kid, man. This, Mm -hmm. this, this, Joe, I, man, I'm, I'm, with Rusty, man, how could you go back to Zach where he has his showed the ounce of what Mike mm. White has showed his whole entire career over 20 games. Mike White only showed three and a half, two and a half games. So mm. I, I can't see going back. I'm looking from my eye test, Joe. I know the last call after we had that brutal Lost to New England. I told you it's not mm-hmm. the offense; it's the person running the offense. We put Mike yeah. White in. Look how smooth that look, bro. That is different. Mike White is different. His processing speed is so so quick. Zach is he's holding on, but Mike White he he's he's a good quarterback. And I'm I'm just for mm-hmm. all the quarterbacks that that work for it. I don't want you to get anything. Don't give me nothing. Let me work for it. Just like Tyler, mm-hmm. Tyler Heineke in in Washington, do be balling. They put every quarterback in front of him, and he still come out, and he got that dog in him like, yo, you putting this bum in front of me? All right, I'm going to show you. Mm-hmm. And this is what the Jets fed. Jets they never wanted to put in Mike White because they didn't want to have this controversy. They know Mike White is better than Zach. They, they were mm-hmm. like, oh, let's put in Flacco because they didn't want to have this kind of fan base hounding them like, yo, Get Zach out of here, because that's what it's going to yeah. lead to. When you draft somebody number you, two, you can't have their backup smoking them.
1: You want to hear – I have and, a conspiracy and, and, theory. I have a conspiracy uh-huh. theory. I don't mean to cut you off. I have a conspiracy yeah. theory. Remember when they sat Flacco down a couple of weeks ago? I think it was it was around yeah. that bad New England game. They sat Flacco down and brought Mike White up and made him the number two quarterback. I can't remember exactly when it was, but a couple weeks ago. And everybody was like, why are they doing that? Why is that happening? Why all of a sudden is Joe Flacco, you know, not the number two guy and Mike White was? I think the Jets coaching staff saw what Zach was doing out there. I think that was around the Denver game. And Mm -hmm. they were like, listen, we've got to get him prepared because if Zach continues to play like this, with our other with our defense looking like the way that they're looking, and everybody else performing, they watch the tape. I mean, come on, Joe Douglas is one of the best scout yeah. guys. They see that guys are open, right? And Zach ain't hitting them. Yeah. I think that they were starting to prepare. If Zach continues to play like this, we're going to make the move right then. That's why I thought yeah, they- about, that move was about putting Mike White in position to get him up to speed, so that when if Zach continued to play and fell off like we like we saw, and then again we saw the comments mm-hmm. in the locker room as well. Or to the media yep. that it was just going to be a transition. What are your thoughts about that conspiracy theory? Am I crazy? I think I, no,
9: you're not. Because you, Joe, yo, if you watch the tape, you see that there's people downfield open, and this dude can't hit them, and he don't see them. Mm. So you, they, they must have looked at the tape, and it's not, it's not Elijah Moore. It's not Garrett Wilson. They looking at the quarterback, and they know he' not it. They like, yo, you not mm-hmm. him. Stop acting like you Aaron Rodgers, and that's who he modeled himself after. That's why you get all these these little. Nah, I didn't. I, I ain't let my team down. They let me down. I want them to run around. <laughs> that's the Aaron Rodgers cockiness <laughs> that he got. So he he like how Aaron Rodgers call out his wide receivers. Zach think he's that, and you not that. Yeah. You ain't even close to that. I and I look oh. at this dude, and I, I I I prefer Sam Donald over this dude. If we gave Sam Donald this opportunity, he would look ten times better than
1: this kid. And I don't know what you seeing that, but 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 here, Venom G's go. <laughs> no, here no, here, Venom G's no, go. Getting started again with Sam. He's trying to tug man, at my heart. Don't even don't even get it started. Don't even get that started. You know, I like.
9: You know, and Joe, you always talk about it. It's serviceable quarterbacks. And if this mm-hmm. guy is so weak in his mentors, where they sit you, look what they did the to Tua in Miami, and dude coming out, and, and and he's rocking right now. And Zach can't come mm-hmm. with the little, we don't know if we're ready. We don't, Yo, you're not ready. You're not progressing. If somebody's challenging you like that and you fold under the pressure, boy, get out of here, man. We don't need you, especially in yes. New York.
0: And Tua two
9: did, you know, Al- yeah. Alex Smith did it when he had, um, um, Mahomes behind him. Everybody goes through it. Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers sat on the bench four years with Brett Favre for three years with Brett Favre, and he came through, you know, so I think Zach maybe need to sit down and watch how
1: Mike White get it done. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how long. Uh, if Mike White keeps getting it done, he he's he going to be sitting down a, a he ain't long gonna time. they ain't going to be around. He's going to have his own seat on the end of that bench uh, personally yeah. made for he, him. He's going to have hey. his own cushion, Okay.
0: They're yeah, going to have to make a
1: yeah, Zach, White, Zach, uh, Zach Wilson jersey going to have a cushions <laughs> in the back of it. Because uh, he ain't going to do nothing but sit on that bench. <laughs>
9: mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he going to have to put right number two on it. All right. You got to yeah, figure that out. And, man. And that's, uh, that, yeah, they got to. They got to, man. But I, yeah. I, Mike White so, is amazing man. The guys rally yeah. around him. I feel, like I feel like all these guys. I feel like Garrett Wilson and Elijah. I'm so happy to see them rocking and doing what they supposed to do and you see elijah he's he don't want 200 yards he he got 69 yards and he's acting like he won the super bowl man they just want
1: the ball to be involved in it that's a fact that's a fact now we got this upcoming game against the vikings venom listen Mm -hmm. (laughs) you guys are serious it's gonna be tough and i'm looking at this i'm looking at this situation right now michael carter dealing with the (sighs) ankle sprain they're saying he might not play it's looking like unlikely Bam Knight, Ty Johnson were phenomenal. Do you think the New York Jets yeah, will be able them. to effectively run against these Vikings uh, defensive line, man? Do you think we'll be able to run effectively against this Vikings defense? Man, we ran against Buffalo. We ran last
9: week. We ran around, uh, uh, with a lot of tough defenses, man. So I, I think we could, we could run the ball. We're going to have to do like we did last week, set up the pass and <laughs> start the run game. We we got to work that yeah. way because we have so many dynamic players. When, they, when they're, when you know, their four linemen can get to us, man. Don't forget yeah. D.J. Hawkinson is out there, too. So it's not just, you know, um, J.J. that's out there. They also have, what's the other guy, um, the white guy who I received that's elite, super
10: Adam elite. Thielen. They got Adam Thielen. Yeah, Adam uh, Thielen out there. He's yeah.
1: DJ Hockestin, yeah, they, like, yeah, yeah, they, they got weapons, yeah, you, you, bro. They're not playing.
9: This is this is this is this is probably one of our biggest, you know, this is our biggest match right here. And if we get it done, we gonna we gonna look, you know, we are gonna be in that in that top ten area, top five area if we get it done, man. Yeah. So I think so I give, think we're gonna be able to run that ball. Give me your final score. <laughs> It's going to be a low-scoring game not. because our defense is, yo, it's going to be, not it's going to be, <laughs> no, I'm not dunking it. It's going to be low-scoring. Most of State, our teams boy, are elite. You. Nah, we're going to yeah. go 24-21, win by kickoff, New York Jets, we take it
1: home.
0: Oh, my God.
1: Yeah. That's for Rusty. <laughs> <laughs> I had to hit Rusty again. How dare he duck yeah. the score prediction? <laughs> not Rusty. Hopefully he yeah, come back man next look. week. I want to hear from Rusty. You better not duck that score prediction. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My Salute
0: man, i to like
9: hit the leg. Game-winning shot, There. All right. Man.
0: All right,
9: Salute. All right, Salute. Oh, thank Great you for calling you, man. man. Have, Hope, have a good one. Hopefully we see you soon. Sunday, bro.
1: You do. Yeah, we'll... we'll as of right now you will all right so we might we'll be definitely trying to do a live game prediction or live game of you and then. so again salute to venom i want to thank him for calling in we'll keep getting to these lines again 515 Five one five six zero two nine six three nine 515 is the number call in we're taking live callers we're talking to everybody please be patient we will get to everybody on the lines next i'm coming to my guy chris brick bk jake steve i'll come to you guys in a second. Salutes to you, Chris. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. Listen, man, we're talking Jets, Bears. We got a big win over them. Mike White playing extremely well. What are your thoughts about Mike White, man, and his performance against the Bears? How would you feel about him going out there handling business? I thought, I thought
7: Mike White did a great job.
1: Uh, he recognized the
7: open receivers, and he executed the offense uh, very good. So I, 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 I yeah. support Mike White doing what he's supposed to doing, being a professional uh, NFL quarterback like he
1: is. So I think he did a great job.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I, I thought he did a great job as well. He got the ball out of his hands quickly, concise, really sharp. And I think he made a lot of great throws. And one of the things that I was really surprised by was the emergence of Elijah Moore within the offense. Shocked. I mean, we haven't seen this guy in a long time actually do something on the field, be, have some type of real production within the office. Right. What were your thoughts about Elijah Moore and his play? Two catches, 64 yards, at, one catch for 42 yards. That was crazy. He also had a touchdown, too. What are your thoughts about him popping up and having a, a really solid game yeah, I, against the Bears? Yeah, I thought Elijah Moore was a, was a great receiver, but I thought he belonged in the slot.
7: So I thought when he mm. came back in the slot, he would a lot more opportunities to get the ball. Um mm-hmm. And uh Mike White hit him in stride and uh, he can take off. We have to we have the be- the best offensive playmakers that we've ever had. So um, mm. as long as we get protection, um it should take care of itself. We got some guys that can
1: definitely uh stretch the field and we just gotta get it to them. You know? Yeah. That's a fact. That's a fact. Now we also have Bam Knight and Ty Johnson have a really solid game for Jets two right. leading uh you know, one and two leading rushers. What are your thoughts about them, man? I mean, Bam Knight, a guy that really hadn't done, you know, too much as far as this season, really came on and had a big performance. And Ty Johnson was really surprising for me. How are you feeling about them, you know, continuing on? Do you think that these are the two guys that could lead the Jets' backfield in these next coming games?
7: Uh, This is a great situation for the Jets uh, to have these running backs uh, wanting to play. I've been a Bam Knight uh, follower since he was in North Carolina. He was a great running Mm -hmm. back uh, in North Carolina. And uh, But I think that you're going to see James Robinson. If you didn't see Rich Cimini uh, interviewed him, and uh, he said he was pissed off about not having the opportunity to play, I think James yep. Robinson is going to be a factor in this game coming up.
1: Uh, I think he's going to do a, a lot of damage in this game. Yeah, I think, he, I think he could as well. Again, I think a big thing is having the New York Jets run effectively, especially against the Vikings. And that leads me to my next question with you, man. When you look at the situation coming up against the Vikings, what are your expectations of Mike White? I think a big part of it is us running effectively. I think that's going to help him, but I think we need to protect right. him properly. But I think Vikings, they got a pass rush. I know people are looking at the stats, but they got guys that can rush the passer. So there is Smith. Yeah. they got Hunter as well who can get after it. And I think that they're going yep. to try to kind of clog up the short intermediate throws and have Mike White try to beat them deep. Do you think he'll be able to do that?
7: I think you can expect a Mike White of, of what you see against the Indianapolis Colts. When you saw Mike White played against that team, and I think that Indianapolis had a better team, better team than the Minnesota Vikings, I think Mike White <clears throat> would be able to handle it. Again, he's a professional quarterback. I think he knows what to what reads, He goes through his reads. I think he's prepared for it. So I think that you're going to see the same Mike White you saw in Indianapolis before the injury, and I think he's going to do very well.
1: Yeah, I think you will. Now, my final question for you, Sauce Reed versus Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen. Are you excited about that matchup when we play the Vikings?
7: Well, well, these guys, Justin, uh, I guess, you know, they've, they've played in Seattle and uh, one of our safeties that played in Tampa Bay. So I'm pretty sure they're used to these guys and their exclusion, uh, schooling Sauce on what this guy does well and what he does. So mm-hmm. I think it's going to be an matchup on what he has. But DJ Reed... And uh, what's our safety name again? I forget the safety. I forget. Lamarcus Oh, uh, La-Marc is yeah. uh, well,
0: whitehead. No, whitehead.
7: So they played against the, yeah. four, the the Vikings for years in the NFC. So they haven't changed the receivers. So I'm pretty much sure that they're going to give him some tips because I guess you know DJ Reed has played against them. So uh, I mean, he's going to have he's going to have a tough time. I just you know against Sauce. I mean, oh. Sauce is one of the best I've ever seen. And, uh, yeah. you know, I don't expect, a, you know, a big, big, uh, big date from uh, the best re- the best receiver in the league. I think he's going to have some problems with Sauce Gardner and D.J. Reed.
1: Yeah, I expect it as well. It's going to be a battle, man. And, again, Sauce was talking, you know, guys that are at the top of the league, he's excited for them. He wants that challenge. Now, give me your final score prediction there, Chris, man. Don't duck it. Don't duck it. I'm not – Come on now. I, I'm not – <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not
7: ducking, but let me before I give the duck. Let me defend Zach Wilson uh, for a minute, okay? I think uh, Zach Wilson. Go on real quick, quick. Go ahead. Real quick. I think Zach is a mm. good quarterback. He has a lot of talent, but I think that you know Zach needs to sit down for a minute, uh, get, learn how it is to be a professional quarterback. I don't think he had a preseason. I think we just him and He was injured. I think Zach will come back next year as a much better quarterback. As far as talent goes, I think he's a better talent than Mike White. He just needs the Mm -hmm. experience. Um, And like I said, we've seen this before, you know, with backup quarterbacks come in, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Cooper Rush, and we held these guys as great quarterbacks. But we got to remember that talent is always going to revive it, and he did win it. And the only two games he really blew was the games against the uh, the best coach in in the history of the NFL. So I think Whoa, well,
1: whoa, 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 Chris. He was very bad against Denver, and we won that game in spite of him. Let's not yeah, – uh, hey, hey. I'm a sad guy, but let's uh, not yeah. lie, okay? Zach was oh, terrible get it. against Denver. Whoa. I get it. I get he was I get terrible it. against Denver, it. but here's the thing, though. I here's it. the thing, though, Chris. Here's the thing, though, Chris. The issue is is that It's not just about him being bad. It's what he's doing out there. There's other guys. Again, Elijah Moore being completely invisible in the offense. Garrett Wilson being open, not getting the football. We're seeing the frustration. He's going out there and losing games against teams, and other guys are paying the toll. I understand he needs experience, and I get that. But guess what? He had a full year. Yes, the preseason was an issue. He went out there and ran, jacked up his knee. We get it. But he came back, right? He goes out there, but he's making the same mistakes. We're seeing the same mistakes that we saw year one. Holding on to the ball, not officially reading defenses, not getting the ball out of right. hands quickly, being a ca- – just absolutely being a gunslinger, throwing interceptions when you don't need to, running outside the pocket when there's no rush on you, running into rush, making bonehead decisions, and then you double down on them in, the, in, the, uh, in your pressers? That's not going to fly. Well, that was a, There's no protection of that. There's, you cannot protect that. That was crazy. I'll give you the last word quickly. That,
7: that was a crazy comment. So I think yeah. that Mike White should be starter for the rest of the season. But going back to your oh, wow. score prediction, I, I, give me the score uh, yeah, prediction. I think you, yeah, I give you score prediction real quick. Thirty-one, fourteen. Jets. James Robinson has a big game over one hundred yards. Oh wow! <laughs>
1: He took the Jets. No ducking the score. We're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is number. Call in. We're taking our callers. Next, I'm going to my guy, BK. Steve Brick City Jake 646. I'll come to you guys in a second. BK salute to you. For those What's of you that do not know that boy BK, he's a <laughs> BK, listen, man, we are talking Jets tonight. Mike White looking phenomenal. Mm. What are your expectations for him against these Vikings, man?
10: I expect him to kind of, you know, play the same. You know, play the same. Mm. Play poise, play collective, play uh, within the system, and uh, play behind a good running game.
1: Okay, okay. Now, when you look at the Jets running game, Bam Knight, Ty Johnson, are you expecting the same production from them that you saw in the last game? I mean, it's looking like Michael Carter is unlikely to play with that little ankle, with that ankle sprain that he has. What are your expectations of them going forward? I mean, Bam Knight was surprising, man. Yeah, Bam Knight, I've been watching him since college. Uh, Bam Knight is the guy they got to
10: feed the ball to, um, both him and Todd mm-hmm. Johnson. Um, Jay Robinson, definitely no. I mean, he can get some carries, but no. Because he, that defense is pretty quick. Right, so mm-hmm. you, you need to run. You need running backs to be distinctive and get inside the hole and make plays. So he has a he mm-hmm. has the ability to do that. Uh, uh Bam Knight and then Todd Johnson, and possibly Jake Robinson, but for sure we okay. don't start no Jake Robinson, no, not, not at all. So that's that. So okay, but the are looking game, for them to go uh, forward with that. They're going to do it because I mean it makes the most yeah. sense. I mean Jake Jay Robinson yeah. is not a quick back like that. He's not, you know. So to, to yeah. try to play them in a because they they're a quick defense. They're strong you know rushing the passer but they're quick on the mm-hmm. outside they are so they're not gonna they're yeah. not gonna they're not gonna play jay robinson that much they're not gonna do that they're here play six of carries but don't expect no 18 i'll be surprised if you had 18 carries i will be very surprised
0: mm.
1: okay yeah. okay now that you were going to give me your score prediction for the game go ahead
10: a oh, score prediction for the game
1: uh well mm-hmm. yeah so for the game i'm
10: thinking you know they, they'll win the game, um, but I think they'll win it more in the second, in the next, second quarter. So I, I would say you put around a, like 24 to like 18, something around there. Eighteen four. Cause I, I believe 24, 18. Yes, yeah. yeah, sir. Yes, yeah, sir. Yeah, man.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> now, BK, I wanted to get to this really yeah. quick. This is my final question for you. Before I let you go, BK. You clearly you're from BK. What are your thoughts about? Brooklyn. I think I think his name is Atabu. Talking about taking the Jets to Queens, trying to build a stadium for them out there. What are your thoughts on that? I mean, I would love to
10: see it. You know, the thing about the city, man, it was so damn crowded as it is. <laughs> on the sidebar, <laughs> but I would love to see them in New York. I really would love. It. I mean, in 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 the boroughs, you know, so I would love to see them in Queens. I'm in I'm in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would be that is that'll be something. I mean, they'll definitely be. New Yorkers would probably over time would take the fan base of the Giants. I mean, they, they, they would be, they'd be the Jets fans. So I hope you will see that, man. You know, I, I would love to see it. Okay. You know, okay. Yeah, Listen, definitely.
1: BK, I got to slide off. The lines are hot. I want to thank you for calling in. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you. All right. Yes, sir. All right. You have a good one. Listen, we're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, 515 602 515 is the number. Call in. We're taking our callers next. Oh. We slide off Jake, if you're still out there call back in. I think we just lost you. I want to hear from you as well. We're going to keep getting to these lines. Next, I'm going to my guy Steve. Steve, I'm coming to you, Brick City Colin. Hopefully Jake calls back in, we'll get to you in one second. Salute Steve. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. Listen, Steve, big game for Mike White. 31 to 10 Bears or 31 to 10 Jets beat the Bears. How are you feeling about this W, man? What are your thoughts about Mike White and what are your thoughts about him going forward as a jet starting quarterback? Do you think it happens, man? Do you think he'll be able to continue to put together games like this and possibly be the Jet Starting quarterback for the rest of the season?
8: Hey Joe, well first of all I just wanna say that I know um you had technical difficulties last night. I just wanted to let you know yeah. I do you from last night from last night, man. I mean listen, unfortunately sometimes some sometimes those things happen. Listen, it's not yeah. your fault or anything. You know, you just – sometimes those things happen. But, you know, going back now to this game that we just had against the Bears, you know, this was definitely a game that we needed so bad, you know, after from that disheartening game in New England the previous week prior. This was a big win for the Jets. And, and the thing was about this game, was, which was so big, was, was that, you know, when you looked at the way of how Mike White ran this offense, he got the ball out quicker in his hands. He was using every player on the offense from Uzama mm-hmm. to Conklin, Corey Davis, the Denzel Mims, Michael Carter, Garrett Wilson, uh, uh, Braxton Barrios. He was using every player on that offense. Like, that's what Wilson needs to do for the future. Listen, I still believe that you're of this team no matter what happens going forward, but right now, Joe, in the situation that the Jets are in right now, we're in this situation right now where we got to win games in order to get into the playoffs because if we, if we get a chance, if we ever get that chance, Joe, and if we want to get into the playoffs, we, we need to win now. And the thing is if Mike yeah. White is the best chance for us to win now, then this is what we gotta do going forward,
1: yeah, I mean, he's putting these things together. It's going to be tough I said it constantly. it's gonna to be tough to pull him. I know people want to talk about you know the the jets investing the second pick in the first round on Zach Wilson, and I get that i mean that that's a heavy investment, but we've had we have massive investments elsewhere as well and we cannot allow him to go out there and just continue to play the the way he's been playing. You can't allow that. Not when you have a team that is ahead of schedule, in my mind. I don't think that the New York – I don't think the staff themselves thought that this team was going to look like this. I don't think anyone could have predicted that. No one could have said when we took Sauce Garner – I mean, realistically, taking a rookie corner in the first round as high as we took him, no one would come out and say he's going to be a top three corner off the bat. Some people in this league, analysts, Guys that watch film say that soft is the best corner in the league. I'm not saying that because I'm a homer and I'm a Jets fan. You know how I feel. All right? <laughs> that boy, wow. <laughs> he yeah,
0: had a little business.
1: But- yeah, I think he's the best. But there's other guys, official guys, you know, guys that constantly are watching this game think he's the best in the league. Nobody would have said that all right off the bat. He's going to be the best corner. And he's going he's to cover the best receivers, and he's going to win on a weekly basis. There was a lot of questions going into this season. So to watch this team be able to meld and come together and play the way they're playing, even though we have injuries along the offensive line, we've been able to you know, sustain those and, and plug and patch with guys, her big being out there, all that other stuff is going on, that's boosting our offensive line play to where they're playing just well enough to give you time and let you Garrett Wilson explode in the way that he's been playing. I mean, even without Corey Davis, I don't think anyone thought the Jets were going to be this, Good this fast, and so to watch us meld like that, and then the thing that's killing us <laughs> is the guy that we built around he he's killed us, he killed us against Denver, we won in spite of him, he killed us against New England, he killed us against New England again, right like there there's there's some issues here, and even when he's even in that Bills game, he played just well enough, right, so it's like that's why well, I think the, the bills move game was played really good at the Bills game. He played really good. He played, he played good enough. He played good enough in that game. He wasn't stellar. Mm-hmm. And I said that when we won that game. He wasn't stellar. He played just well enough. He had 100 and I think like 54 yards, had a touchdown. I think it was like 18 to 25. He played just well enough. Mm-hmm. I mean, everything got going. Our defense stuffed them. They got turnovers. We played well. The last drive to get that field goal to take the game away for us, our running game, James Robinson and Michael Carter were phenomenal. Zach Wilson did just good enough in that game. And that was phenomenal. Play within the system. But when you play like that against New England and you play like that against Denver and you play like that against New England again, and then you say things like you said in the presser, I'm sorry, it's going to be tough for you. Go ahead, Steve. I'll let you get the last word on that.
8: Okay. You know, know, listen, Joe, you definitely made some good points. And, you know, listen, while Zach getting benched, though, and I know Zach did say that he does want to learn from his mistakes, and I'm glad that he did finally admit it, you know, after from a couple of days after the week against New England before we were getting for the upcoming game against the Bears. I am glad, though, that Sala gave him, you know, a lesson about, you know, because, listen, Robert Sala was not messing around. And, honestly, you have to give Robert Sala and this Jets coaching staff credit all year so far of what they have done in order to make this team win. Because let me tell you something – this is a coaching staff that we finally have and a front office that we finally have, Joe, that cares about winning. Like it's not like from in the past when we had Mike McCagna, Todd Bold, Adam Gaze, all those guys yeah. who are careful in the organization, you know, we mm-hmm. finally have a great front office in my opinion. Now,
1: yeah, I, now we I think those about, guys cared about winning. They just didn't know how to how to do it, how to how to handle the situation properly. They cared about winning. They just couldn't get it together. But give me your thoughts yeah. about this upcoming game against the Vikings, really quickly, Steve. How do you? What are your thoughts about the matchups with the Vikings and Jets?
0: So,
8: so now, Joe, we're coming up to a very, very tough road test. We're seven and four now. Come, we're going up against a nine and two. Minnesota Vikings team, we have to go to Minneapolis, Minnesota on Sunday. Mm -hmm. You know something, Joe? Let me tell you something about this game. This is definitely going to be a tough task for the Jets. Because let me tell you something. That stadium that the Vikings play in is a very, very tough, hostile environment. I mean, listen, I do agree with what some of the other earlier callers said. The Vikings' defense is not as good as a lot of people thought they were because, listen, yes, they do have two good edge rushers in Daniil Hunter and Sadarius Smith. Like, those are their two best pass rushers. But they also have one, two good players in their secondary that you have to watch out for.
0: The safety, Harris
8: Smith, Smith, who's been in in this league for many years, who's an outstanding safety great player, yeah. and, of course, veteran yeah. quarterback, quarterback in Mr. Patrick Peterson, who is very good, yeah. too. But I got to talk to you, though. We got to go up again. Now, here is my thing. The quarterback is Kirk Cousins. I'm going to say this about Kirk Cousins. I'm not the biggest fan of Kirk Cousins. Like, is he the best quarterback in the league? No. But Kirk Cousins has a good team around him. He's got <clears throat> one of the best running backs in Dalvin Cook. He's got one of the best wide receivers in uh, Justin Jefferson, and another good receiver in uh, Mr. Adam Phelan. Also, he's also got that tight end that they traded for at the trade deadline in Mr. TJ Hawkinson. You know, Kirk Cousins has a lot of weapons to deal with, and that Jets defense is going to be going up against some tough weapons. Even Let me yeah. say something, Joe. I would love to watch throughout the game. I'm going to tell this to Kirk Cousins. I'm going to call Kirk Cousins. I'm going to tell him, listen, you can pass the ball to Justin Jefferson if you want to, but let's make sure that sauce is on Jefferson. Joe, I want to see that (laughs) matchup so bad on Sunday. And I think that's going to be an exciting matchup. And let me tell you, Joe, this is going to be a real tough task for the Jets. If they want to go to the playoffs this year, you want to prove, go to Minnesota and and beat the Vikings.
1: Yeah, give me your score prediction, Steve.
8: Let me tell you something, Joe. I think this is going to be a close game. You know, when I when I saw the schedule come out first and how it goes the last couple of weeks, I thought at first about maybe giving this game to the Vikings. However, though, mm. with how good our defense is, Joe, I think we can pull off a victory this Sunday in Minnesota. I'm going to give the Jets a 27-20 win over the Vikings. Ooh.
1: Oh, man, Steve, with the, we just lost Steve. Steve with the score prediction. Salutes to Steve. Again, thank him for calling in, dropping knowledge. We're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is number. Call in. We're taking all callers. Next, I'm going to Brick City, man. I'm going to Brick City. I'm coming directly to Brick City. Colin, David, we'll get to you in one second. Salutes to you, Brick City. We'll co- we're coming so, directly to Joe, you.
5: Joe, I want man. all
1: the smoke, man. Oh, man. I want all the smoke. It, I want man. all the smoke. Listen, man, Jets beat the Bears 31-10. to 10. Mike White looking phenomenal. What yes, has to happen in your mind, if you're the New York Jets head coach, what has to happen for Zach Wilson to see the field again? How many bad games I- in a row? Does Mike White have to have at this point for Zach Wilson to touch the field again? If you're the New York Jets head coach, uh, well, I mean, it has to take a disaster, either injury
5: or a disastrous game like Buffalo last wow. year, Wow. for Zach Wilson okay. for Zach to come back. I do predict Zach will finish out the season as our quarterback this year. I do believe that. Oh, wow! I okay. really, I predict, okay. I predict, uh, I predict Zach coming back for the Lions game. Right, to be honest with you,
1: mm, okay. Okay. And so think you think at some point different. So so yeah, when you say bad. him coming back for when you say him coming back for the Lions game, are you thinking that Mike White is not gonna continue this type of success with the offense?
5: Uh I'm not saying that. Um Mike White Mike White, you know, he, he's a floor general. He's a field general. Mm. Um, he, he reminds me a little bit of Chad, you know, he doesn't have the 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 great arm but he has the QB mindset he 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 got he got a big heart um he knows how to operate the offense he knows how to hit the dink and dunk um, passes he knows how to hit all the receivers um I, I'm, I was ecstatic for Elijah Moore finally uh he'd been open all season finally getting getting the big games hit that he got last week and scoring a touchdown mm-hmm. so that could quiet him down for a little bit i'm i'm looking at the game different um I got us. I got a spanking, Minnesota. Like I'm not afraid of Minnesota at all. I'm not afraid of Kirk okay. Cousins at all. The way our defense is playing, if, if they play like they did in the second half last week, but they got to they got to start off they got to start the ground off running though, because um, if they mm-hmm. if they they come off well, with a little on, jet on, lag, we second. may be a hold little. A truck.
1: Yeah, hold on a second, Brick City. But I want to go back to what you were saying. If you think that we'll see Zach Wilson back against the Lions, I heard a lot of what you said about. Uh, Mike White, and again, I'm going to play devil's advocate here, right, because everybody's always saying, Joe, you're the Zach guy. Okay, I get it. I, I do like Zach. We, we, You know, we took him, and he's here. But everything that you just said about Mike White from he's a general, he looks like Chad Pennington to you. Mind you, Chad Pennington at the time, before he got injured, we gave him a big contract. He was going to be our future franchise quarterback. That's what we signed. We gave him a, a big contract to be here for years, Right. He doesn't have the biggest arm, but he dinks and dunks. He's able to find wide receivers that are open. Uh, You know, he makes the throws when they're there. I mean, he did hit a deep throw, Garrett Wilson, 54-yard touchdown. He knows the offense through and through, gets the ball out of his hands quickly. To me, that sounds like a quarterback that you want to be your starter. I mean, am I correct? Isn't that all the the attributes that you just laid out, isn't that what you would call – a starting quarterback in this league. Isn't that the guy that you would want at the helm of your offense? Yes and
5: no. And I know a lot of Jeff fans are going to be mad at me. I know you might be a little hot with what I'm about to say real quick, Mm -hmm. but it makes sense.
1: I'm just
0: asking the
5: questions. Go ahead. ahead. Let's go back with Chad Pennington. When Chad was our quarterback, the game was a little bit different. You didn't need to throw, you know, 50-yard bombs, and and, and it wasn't really too much high scoring. The defense – really back then 20 years ago was really, you know, still the big thing in the NFL. Now it's all about scoring. Now it's all about putting up points. And you have to throw that long ball sometimes to get, you know, to a Garrett Wilson or, or an Elijah Moore or, heck, even, even Corey Davis if he's healthy, you know. But we, we That's not, Mike, White, Mike, White, Mike White is still unproven. We, we invested a, a high pick in Zach Wilson who needs to get out of his own way. I think can and I think it's, it's mental with Zach. I don't think it's talent-based. I think it's mentally
1: he needs to get it together. Yeah, but here, here's the thing, and I'm going to go back to what you were just saying, and, I, and I'll address that, that next point, Brick. I want to go back and forth with you. You know, I love talking to you about this team. We, we absolutely of have course, it out, you know, hashing out back and forth. But that's not true. In this league, you don't have to be the Saints. You don't have to be the greatest show on turf. You don't have to launch the ball for a million yards to be successful. The Niners don't do that. The Niners don't throw the ball around with Jimmy Garoppolo, Lance, or whoever the hell is their quarterback at this point. They don't do that, and they're successful. They run the football effectively. The Titans don't do that. They don't ask Ryan Tannehill to go out there and throw for 400 yards every game, and he don't do that. They give the ball to Derrick Henry. They play unbelievably suffocating defense, and they win. And they've been in the playoffs and been in the hunt for years. Right? There's other teams around this league. Right. Seattle was doing that. Seattle, there was a run base. They were running hard, and they were a team that was – yes, they had Russell Wilson when they were winning, but that defense was the thing that was just destroying people. The last time we were in the AFC – the last time we saw success here in the playoffs, we weren't throwing the ball for 1,000 yards. We were running. No, no. We had an offensive line the, that was pushing people around. We were bullying people, running the ball. We didn't ask Mark Sanchez to do much. When he did, we just asked him to throw, and he made the throws. The defense is playing, suffocating. There's different ways to win in this league. You don't have to launch the ball around for a million yards. I just gave a bunch of examples. You don't have to launch the ball around for a million yards, but you need your quarterback to be efficient. I'll tell you one way that you won't win in this league, turn the ball over consistently, throwing three interceptions. Oh, of course. Right? So if that's what we're seeing, and, I, and, again, I'm just playing devil's advocate here, right? Everybody's always saying I'm the Zach guy, but if Mike White is doing what it takes to, to put you in a position to win, and he's not doing anything stupid or risky. Why can't he be your quarterback? Well, I'm not
5: why? saying he's not. What I'm what I'm saying is, what I'm saying, Long Beach, Joe, right? What I'm saying is running game is good. Defense is playing at a high level. Everything is clicking on all cylinders, right? But if the, if the defense is coming down, stacking the boxes, like, okay, we know this guy can't, can't go over us. We want to make him beat us with his arm. In certain cases, like, I can't see – I cannot see uh, Mike White doing that to a New England defense, and I hate New England. He the just did it. Everybody knows that.
1: Yeah, yeah, don't don't crash out. <laughs> don't, don't don't crash <laughs>
0: out. <laughs> I'm all right, I'm all right.
1: <laughs> I'm,
5: I'm, what I'm saying is, we're just using that. The, the, on I don't my see line. him doing that. I don't see him doing okay. that to New England. I don't see Mike White doing that to to uh, smothering man coverage defense. More okay. zone-based defenses. Okay. I can see him tearing, picking people apart left to the right. No problem. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I like Mike White. Don't get me wrong. I like Mike White. I hope he. You know, I don't care who's the quarterback of our future. I want to win a Super Bowl. I want to win multiple Super Bowls. Okay. We have a window, mm-hmm. a short window. You know how it is in this league. You know, look at look yeah. at uh, San Francisco. You know what I'm saying? You just mentioned yeah. San Francisco, yeah. one of the teams. Jimmy Garoppolo. Probably could have had a ring right about now if he wasn't injury prone. He don't got like the best arm in the world. They they got Trey Lance. Look at happened to him, you know. So it's good to have you know two good quarterbacks. But for our for our fan base, the real Jets fan fan base, we've been hurting for a Super Bowl for so long, for so long, and we 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 definitely deserve it. Definitely deserve mm-hmm. it. Definitely definitely deserve it. We, we tired of the butt of the jokes. Because I don't see Cleveland getting getting jokes like that. I don't see the I'm talking about as a franchise. I don't see Cleveland yeah. getting the jokes like that. I don't see the Chargers, Cardinals, uh, Jacksonville. Uh, I, overall, the Jets are better than those franchises. But just because yeah. we're second fiddle to the Giants and, and second mm-hmm. fiddle kind of to the Buffalo Bills in a certain type of way, we don't get that respect. And we've been pounding on dudes. We've been beating dudes with a Lambo. Smack smack, Darren Rodgers. We, we we smacked yeah. up on Buffalo. We're not getting our respect. So okay, we're not getting yeah. our respect. We wanna we wanna make you respect us. And we wanna smash yep. Minnesota. I'm not
1: well, afraid of them. Well, give me your give give me your, give me your give me your give me your thoughts on before I let you go, my final question for you. Mm-hmm. Give me your thoughts really quickly on the matchup sauce Reed versus Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen, and then give me your score prediction really quickly.
5: I'm i I'm gonna say this right now. Justin Jefferson is not is not passing fifty yards on Sauce. If Sa- Sauce Ooh. has got to clean it up a little bit, Sauce has got to clean it up a little bit from last week. We, you know, with that with uh with that one play, even though I felt like oh boy, that got traded from the Pittsburgh Steelers. playful, you know, really wasn't in bounds on that play, but you know, Sauce is a rookie still. He got to just turn his head around a little bit, you know. And I don't I don't think you know they'll, they they would have threw that uh pi right there. But if Sauce would clean up a little bit, we we'll be fine. Um, I'm not worried about stealing. Um, he's a good receiver. Don't get me wrong. I'm not. They're very talented. But I think the way our defense is run, defense is run right now, we're more talented than the Rex Ryan defense right now. Imagine Rex Ryan with our defense right now. We would have had like three Super Bowls right now. Wow.
1: Three. Okay. Okay. Would have give me, three your, Super give Bowls me your right final team. score prediction. Give me your
5: final Man, score I'm prediction. saying this right now. Thirty eight twenty one Jets. We smoking them in Minnesota. We smoking on the Cousins pack. And I predict one more thing. You
0: might,
5: Mike. We'll White White hit the gritty, baby. Mike White is going to hit Ooh. the gritty
1: in Minnesota. All right. Salute, BK. I want to thank you, for, uh, Brick City Excuse Me. Thank you for calling in. Next time I have a show, I want to. Hear Always
5: from you. is a pleasure, brother. Always is a pleasure, man. Keep doing the good work. You know, you know. Happy holidays as well. You know, I'm gonna hit you probably on on the gram or something Friday's this week try, Absolutely. But, you know.
1: But, Absolutely. Yo, stay up man. Absolutely. Love
5: the show. People don't curse All on right. the show, man. You're gonna get up out of here. And don't be scared to put <laughs> don't be scared to put up your predictors. You know, real Jet fans you know. If you want the smoke, you get the smoke.
1: <laughs> All right, salute, Brick. Listen, we're going to keep getting to these lines again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. Please give the stream a thumbs up if you haven't already. Also, share the stream with your friends and family. Subscribe if you have not subscribed. Hit that notification bell. Please give to the stream if you'd like to. The Super Chats there, the Cash App is at the bottom of the the show there in the runner. So please... uh, give if you can anything you can give is greatly appreciated and again happy holidays to everybody as well if I have not said that so rude you know excuse me next we're going to David colin will come to you next other callers will get to you as well david salutes 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 i want to thank you for calling in today listen david mike white 22 of 28 350 against the 315 excuse me against the bears three touchdowns what are your thoughts on him man and his production i mean uh, how, how do you? What are your thoughts about the way that he looked against the Bears, man?
11: Well, uh, Joe, thanks for taking my call. Uh, just hit the thumbs up for you. Um, Thank you. Well, here it is. I mean, he st- he stabilizes. Like when I checked him last week, he he represents stabilization. And your last call was very very charming, very interesting, and I liked his word "smoke" because that's kind of my point I wanted to to, to bring up. When you clear the smoke out when you blow away the fog and you just sit and look at the at the whole body of work of of um of Zach there's nothing there that the jets need to risk their season this year just so they can try to speed up his development the jets uh, don't shouldn't have to sabotage themselves and I don't understand why the fans just can't accept that what, what Mike is going to bring is stabilization. It's not a guaranteed win. He's an average quarterback. He's a backup uh, for a reason. But Zach has shown us nothing that um, we can have realistic hope. When you blow away the smoke and the hope because there's something about him, I don't understand. I guess he was highly liked at BYU, and he gets, he gets um, some good publicity early in his career. Like liked by Steve Young, you know, and a, a great old quarterback, a BYU guy. But here's the thing. He he didn't earn that. We we shouldn't have to sabotage ourselves just so his career can be advanced. In, in, in professional football, you have to earn your stripes. He did not earn that. To sit that young man for the rest of the season is reasonable and for his good. And Mike White can bring the stabilization, and if Mike – kind of drops the ball and and can't get it done, you have Joe Flacco to go to. Zach would be better off if he sits at the bench. I mean, your eyes, again, blow away the fog. Get rid of of your hopes. Get rid of how you want it (laughs) to go and just look at the body of work, Joe. You know, and listeners, yeah. look at the body of work, be realistic. Like I like the way you yeah. you defended the old regimes. They all wanted to win. These are all professionals. Mm. They're all highly trained mm. athletes and smart coaches, mm. and they're battling mm. each other each week. What, what our coach did, he stabilized, and his, his GM stabilized our franchise. That's why the Jets have been unsuccessful. Those other coaches yeah. were good, but they couldn't, like you said in the last call or two, they couldn't, they couldn't put it together. And it's not because yeah. they're anything less. It's just the pieces didn't come together. Now we're finally seeing yeah. pieces coming together. And chemistry yeah. is a big thing with professional sports listeners. Big thing, Joe. So why goof it? Why obsess? And it doesn't mean you don't like Zach if he sits. It just means you're looking at the fog clearing, and you saw it last week. We saw what a real quarterback play is. And I don't think the Jets have been comfortable with that since maybe early Mark Sanchez says and, and one year with Fitz, Fitzpatrick in two, I think 2015 mm-hmm. he was stable, good backup.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. We don't know what yeah. it is, Joe. And I'm mm-hmm. not saying that
11: Mike what? White is the answer, guys. But what I am saying, mm-hmm. if it's working and the pieces are fitting and the players are flowing and you're starting to get a win you're starting to get momentum. You're seeing what your receivers can finally do. You're seeing things open up. He can throw the ball thirty, forty yards on a zip. Maybe he can't throw it sixty, but if you if you put that thirty, forty yarder fear in them, they can't come up and just box you in because Mike White can see the field. So if they do that, he's just going to hit. He's going to kill them with slants. They'll kill you with those mm-hmm. slants. Those receivers can run. So if they come up too close, they're cutting across all over the place. You're hitting them with quick slant. They're going. They could run fifty yards with a quick slant. Ex Jerry Rice, yeah. ex the Forty Niners. They, Roger Craig. Remember yeah. them back in the day? They knew how to do yeah, that. I mean,
1: um, yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm ranting. Joe, help me out here. Am I making any sense? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, I would let you go. You were, you were, you're bringing up a great point. And again. Like you said as well, we've seen Mike White beat Cincinnati. We were supposed to get smoked in that game but last season, right? Nobody picked us to win. We beat them. Michael Carter was the guy. He was hitting him on checkdowns, wide open space. Michael Carter was taking it for a ton of yards. I think he had, like, he had a bunch, a bunch of catches and some touchdowns. He was the reason why we won the game. Mike White was finding him constantly in that game, and he went off. So, listen, you're bringing up some absolute facts. Now, I want to talk to you about this upcoming game Against the Vikings, man, because let me tell you something, this is a tough team. I know people will talk about, you know, the defense and they think we're going to roll them. They're nine and two at this point, though, and they're looking solid. What are your expectations of Mike White against this football team? Because they got, well, there is, uh, they, they have guys a solid defense. Yeah. Do you think he'll be able to put back to back performance, solid performance together and play well against them? I'll give you the last word, well, this is what
11: I think about that, Joe. I think it's a very good question, and I think you presented it a very fair. I mean, uh, um, our neighbor, the Giants, old Bill Parcells, said, you are what your record says you are. So they're 9-2 and yeah. two for a reason. You never want to underestimate your opponent. So the Jets will come in there, and I think it's, I think it's going to be, you know, okay, whatever part of the game works best, because they're going to, they're going to kind of equalize each other, out. Right? I think their offense is a little better and our defense is a little better. So whoever performs and does their job and does it right and executes and and you limit, like last week, let's see, how many interceptions did uh, Mr. White have? He didn't have any. So you can't have the turnovers, and you can't have those goofy penalties. A few weeks ago I called you and said, no bad penalties on RD, and they they came through and won that game. So, you know, eliminate the penalties, eliminate the turnovers, just do the simple things. That your defense make couple big plays make it difficult on them I think they'll be okay because here's the thing I wanted to accentuate tonight Joe when I call I wanted to say we can't be an unstable organization if if Michael White doesn't do that well but he you know he does you got to ride him out you can't say oh we got to go back to Zach that's old same old Jets you they, we got to trust our coaches that they can see that they can plan and they can create stability for these players and say, so, you know, we're going to ride, Michael, and we got Joe as a backup. Zach's still learning. When we're comfortable with his footwork, when we're comfortable with his decision-making, we'll reconsider. Until then, they can't be knee-jerk. We can't be a knee-jerk yeah. team. Those teams go nowhere. So we got to ride, yeah. Michael, unless he comes out and just lays a gigantic uh, egg, like a huge tur- yeah. turtle-dackle egg. I'm talking Fred Flintstone mm-hmm. dinosaur egg. If he lays one of those, mm-hmm. okay, maybe we put Flacco in We've got to let our young quarterback develop. So, Joe, I think to answer your question, I think it's going to wow. be an even-match game. And I think whoever mm-hmm. makes the least mistakes and a couple big plays here and there, possibly a turnover, that's going to be it. And if we win this thing, Joe, it's going to be three to seven points. We ain't blowing them out. We've got to be realistic here. Give me,
1: your, give, you know? me, give me your final score prediction quickly, David.
11: Okay, here it is. Joe, uh, I think we win. I think we're going to win it high, though. I think it's going high. I think we're talking 33 Jets twenty nine
1: Minnesota. Ooh, okay. <laughs> David, a phenomenal call from you. You have yourself a good night. All right.
11: You too. Thank you, Joe.
1: All right. Thank you. Listen, we're going to keep getting to these lines 515-602-9639. That's quite a call from David. I I respect the takes. You know, I go back and forth again. I I'm known. I'm I'm a Zach supporter. Okay, I know there's not a, a lot of us left, <laughs> but, you know, I see everybody's side, but I'm a realist, as everybody knows, all right? We're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, 515 is the number. Call in. Colin, we're coming directly to you, all right? Colin Salutes, I want to thank you for calling in. It's always great to speak with you, my friend. Mike White. Having success, man. Big game against the Bears, 315 yards, three touchdowns. What are your thoughts about what he does out on the field to make things like this happen? What do you see out of him that you didn't see from Zach Wilson? So good evening, Joe. Thanks for
12: nice savages out there. Um, you know, the thing with, with Mike White is, one, he's, he's a taller quarterback. And I think he sees the feel a little better than Zach um with Zach you know it's like he looks for one guy and then next you know he's just running um and i, I think i think i think with 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 mike white um he's more mature, he's more poised in the pocket right um and i I think you know overall he gives us a better chance of winning right now um you know we 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 keep saying, you know, we want to see Zach come back in. We want to see Zach come back in. But Zach, in reality, Zach hasn't really shown. I said this before. I haven't seen anything from Zach in the 20 games or whatever he's played where I was impressed, like, for an entire game that he played. Yeah, you might be impressed for one play or two play, but I don't think there was one game that was played where I was like, wow, like Mike White did last week and Mike White did last year when we played the Bengals. You know, those were like, Wow, this guy could be good, you know? Um
0: Yeah.
12: Okay. So yeah, I I think I think, you know, I think the team right now is it's in a better place with Mike White quarterback in than Jack quarterback. And I think he gives us the best chance right now
1: of getting into okay. the playoffs right now. So when you look um, at the situation, and, and and I and I hear you, Colin, and you bring in some takes right now, but when you look at the situation, if you're the New York Jets head coach, because Mike White is, he's played very solidly against the Bears, yeah. what will it take for you to go back to Zach Wilson? Because Sulla is not committed fully to Mike White. He has not said, he, to my knowledge, he has not come out and publicly said, Mike White will be the starter for the rest of the season. He has not done that. He's, in fact, come out and said, said it's going to be day to day, but if you were Sulla, what would it take for you to sit Mike White down and start Zach Wilson? Or in your mind, do you yeah. already have a set game where it doesn't matter what Mike White does? You're going to put Zach Wilson out on the field anyway. I mean, how would you
12: handle? No, it? It, no, no. You you can't have a set game in mind. That that would be absolutely um, wrong to just say you know this is the game he's going to come in. What if Mike White is just winning every game? You're not going to bench him because here comes Detroit, and now we think Zach can win even though Mike White's been winning, right? So you, you can't really have a set game to say, this is when I'm going to bring him back in. Um, to be honest with you, against the Bears, I actually thought that Zach would start, and if he struggled, they would they would pull him out. But the fact yep. that he was yep, that's what I thought too and he was
1: Mm-hmm. Right.
12: He was he was benched. He was not even benched. He was inactive.
1: No, he was so inactive. For, for yes, example, he was inactive. I thought that before before yeah, they announced yeah. that they were going to make him inactive, I thought that they would go into that game, like you said as well, and allow Zach to play, and if he was bad, then they were going to move yeah. on from him. But Sella pulled it right. early. They said, listen, at the press conference, right. he said, I'm going with Mike White. They made him inactive, and that was that. Go ahead. Keep, they, keep going. That's that's right, the right they, they made him They made him inactive.
12: I mean I mean ninety mm-hmm. percent of the people probably thought Zach would start and then get you know, get benched during the game if he was doing really bad. But the fact that he was inactive for that game and now Sal is just saying we're gonna do take it day to day, you know, week to week, whatever, they don't have any intention of bringing him back in this season, in my opinion. And the only really? the only reason you why think so? in my opinion I think so. I think I think the only how we will see Zach play this season is if the Jets don't make the playoffs and at, and Mike White is also struggling. I think then you may see Zach for a couple of games because they're going to have to make a decision at the end of the season if Zach is going to be on this team still or not or if we need to draft then another that- quarterback or, or trade for a quarterback or something else. So But that's the and that, that, that's the point it. of why
1: I think that and, and I don't mean to cut you off Colin, but that's the that's the reason yeah. why I think it's I don't think it's that Mike White is gonna start for, unless listen, unless Mike White is just playing phenomenally, like we saw against the Bears and he's rolling and the teams went in and they're not they're not losing games because of him, right? Then I think it's gonna be tough to sit him down. But I think if Mike White has one or maybe two bad games. It depends. If he has a bad game against the Vikings, I could see them utilizing that as an opportunity to then put Zach back out there. But if he keeps rolling and somehow falls into a slump, it, again, it depends on how good he looks. But if he has one and yeah. maybe two bad games where things aren't looking good, they're gonna, I think they'll go back to Zach not only because, you know, they want to see what this young kid's got out there. Again, he's a big investment. And this is the guy that Joe Douglas said, hey, this is going to be the guy to lead my franchise. There's reasons why he was picked number two overall. And again, like you said as well, and that's, going to, that's part of my point too, they want to see what the future holds with this guy. If he sucks when they put him back in, that to me is going to be pretty much almost a death sentence for him here. Because they're well, absolutely my, my thing is, will, that absolutely will turn up the heat on him for next season, and that will open the door for them to bring in competition, like people are already talking about, from yeah. Derek Carr my, to all these other veteran guys that could be out there that can just come in here and be a stabilizing force. So that's what I think is yeah, my happening. My thing if, is, if Mike White plays well, one or two games, but I think they want to see Zach Wilson back out on that field. Because if they didn't, Sulla would have closed the door. I'll give you the final word. Go ahead, Colin. Yeah
12: but but I I feel like I feel like we've seen enough of Zach Wilson. Like I I don't see how he can sit out two games and then come back in three games from now and all of a sudden he's a completely different quarterback. I do not think that will happen overnight. Success is not it's not going to happen overnight for him like that. So I I don't think he he would come back in and all of a sudden he's a completely different quarterback. I think you're going to the same mistakes being done if and when he comes back in. Um, mm. But, you know, if, if Mike White, it, so as far as the Vikings game, I I think the Mike White we saw against the Bears is the Mike White we're going to see against the Vikings and the Bills. Oh, boy. I, don't, I don't think you're going to see wow. a guy, okay. you're going to see a guy comes out all of a sudden and he's a bum or, you know, he he's well, oh well he, that's that's why he's a he's a backup. I, I think the guy is smart, he's a, he's intelligent. I think he learned from, from last year against Buffalo the way the way you know, he lost that game. And I don't think you're gonna see him repeating those mistakes that he made. Um hmm. this game is gonna be close for sure. This is not gonna be a blowout. Um yeah, give me your score, but the, 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 yeah, it's this defense is going to have to really step it up, um, but I can see you know if Mike White plays the way he played last week, that the Jets going to eat up the clock, run the ball a lot, and come away with a thirty thirty three thirty one victory.
1: Jets. Ooh thirty three thirty okay.
0: Let's...
1: <laughs> now, Colin, before I let you go, give me your thoughts on. Mm-hmm. I don't know if, if you have any thoughts on this, but there's a lot of talk. You know, a senator is trying to possibly, you know, convince, uh, you know, people up there in New York to build a stadium for the Jets in Willow Point, uh, Queens, Willets Point, excuse me. What are Yeah, that? Point. Like, yeah. So
12: Will, Willets Point is right next to Citi Field where the Mets, where the Mets okay. play. Um, yeah. So there's always been – so I live in Long Island, Joe. I'm, I'm a New York guy. Um I've Talk been, to me I live in Queens this, everywhere. Hey, tell me so, tell me, um, tell me, tell me. So the the Jets fans are the, the 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 biggest base Jets fans are based in Long Island, believe it or not. Um Back. that's where the Jets Back. fans really comes from. So yep. you know, if they're gonna bring the team to Willet's Point, um, you know, you're definitely gonna you you're definitely going you are definitely going to fill the stadiums for sure. They they were actually going to do that when we were trying to get the um, I believe it was the Olympics and we were going to build a stadium on the West Side Highway and we didn't mm-hmm. we didn't win that bid for the Olympics so there has been a yeah. conversation about, about bringing the Jets back to New York um, mm-hmm. I mean if they bring the team to New York it's a probably a twenty minutes drive for me to go to the games instead of three hours <laughs> trying to get back home from a game uh, so yeah. I, I would you know you know, hands up in the air, both hands in the air for me for them bringing it here. Um, so I I have nothing against that, um, and I'm sure anyone no in right. Long Island will not have anything against that. So
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Like so, I said, I know a lot of yeah. I know, of course, I know people from the East Coast. I know people from the area, you know. But uh, you're you're a New York guy, clearly, so you know that that space, that spot more intimately, especially again for you being from Nor- uh, Long Island. But yeah. I hear it all the time. That fan base in Queens, like Queens is Jets, all right. If you are from Queens, you are pretty really yeah. much a Jets yeah. fan. I yeah. know people from there. They like listen, Joe. That's how we get down over here. When I go to MetLife, I be you know I be around a lot of dudes from Queens. I will be around a lot of dudes from Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah. Be a lot of uh, around a lot of dudes, and, from, and dudes from Newark. and uh, Long Island is too. They be around yeah. there. And uh, but let me tell you something. This this talk and again it's just swirling around right there right now. The, the senator, you know, just kind of came out and started talking about it. But I really wanted to get people's thoughts on that situation. So, yeah, thank you so much, Colin, for giving us some insight on that. Listen, phenomenal to speak to you tonight. You have yourself a good night, my friend. Take care, Joe. All right, you have a good one. Listen, we're we're going to keep getting to these lines, man. These lines were hot, bro. These lines were hot. All right? Phenomenal show. We're going to start to close it out.
0: Man. Whew,
1: time's getting a little short here, all right? Listen, uh, I'm going to give you guys quickly my take on this upcoming game against the Vikings right now, Uh, just looking at this situation. I look at it, man, it's going to be intriguing. Let me tell you something. Of course, clearly, number one, Mike White, I want to see what he's going to look like against these Vikings. Again, this defense, you know, does struggle against the pass. I think they're ranked like 31st against the pass right now. Uh, So I think that there's some things that we could take advantage of. Again, Garrett Wilson, Elijah Moore. I want to see what's going on with Corey Davis. Corey Davis, I think, only had one catch in the last game. Hopefully, he gets more involved in the offense this week, and or maybe it's something. Maybe Corey Davis is a guy that the Vikings defense will key in on, and then that'll open up things for Elijah Moore and uh, Garrett Wilson as well. So we'll see how that plays. My thing is, I want to see how the New York Jets run the football. Bam Knight, Ty Johnson. Great week last week against the Bears. Michael Carter dealing with this ankle injury. We'll see what happens to him going forward. But a lot of people are saying it's unlikely for him to play. So those guys might be picking it up again. We'll see what happens with James Robinson and if he's put, you know, if he's made active and given a role in the offense as well. So, but as of right now, Bam and and Ty are looking good. They're running the football well. We'll see if they'll be able to continue that. Jets defense matchup: Sauce Reed versus. Thielen and Justin Jefferson, that's going to be dope to watch. Um, I'm also a little bit worried about uh, T.J. Hawkinson. I know a lot of people, when they talk about the Vikings, they don't talk about him. I'm very concerned about him. It's a tight end that is absolutely a weapon out there. And the New York Jets have a history of struggling against tight ends. All right? So you got to worry about that as well. I also want to see how the Jets' offensive line properly protects Mike White. All right? Mike White ain't no runner. He ain't Lamar Jackson, okay? You got to worry about that situation. They got some guys that can get after it. So with all that said, man, I'm going to take the Jets right now. I'm feeling it. I'm going to take the Jets. I'm taking the Jets in a close one. I'm taking the Jets 27-24 Jets. <laughs> All right, so now we're going to get out of here quickly. Listen, salutes to everybody for calling in. It's a phenomenal show. Listen, I'm the man of the people. I am here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook, search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page, my content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me, I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with you folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on The Long Beach Joe Show. Your boy is also on Twitter as well. Go on over to Twitter. At Young J Zero 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 again. At Young J Zero Zero Zero. It's a personal page. At Long Beach Joe. Alright, on Twitter. Follow me, I'll follow you back. You wanna troll me? No issues. I am the troll that lives under the bridge and I will have my Beer Tucker jersey on at all times. At all times. Okay? <laughs> he's gonna be fine. He's gonna come back next year and dominate people like he's done since he's gotten in the league, all right? That's what's going to happen. I don't know if y'all know that, but if you're from SC, that's just what you do. You show up, you dominate, and you do your business. Fight on, all right? So uh, come on over, and I'll troll you. We'll go back and forth. We'll be under there, all right? I'm also on YouTube as well. Come on over to YouTube, okay? Long Beach Joe Jets. Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube, all right? Hit that subscription button. Hit that notification bell so when I post content, you folks will be in the know. All right? And if you want to troll me, get in those comments. We can go back and forth on there as well. Okay? And as always, when you see me, people, okay? And you will see me. It is arms out, chest open, free hugs for everyone. Free hugs for everyone. Hugs will cost you absolutely nothing, okay? They will always remain free no matter what anyone says. Okay? I want to thank you folks for listening. I want to thank you folks for watching. About you, people, I'm absolutely nothing. Thank you for taking the times out of your day to call in and listen to the show, all right? Oh, also, we're ending the poll as well. You know what I'm saying? At this point, 90% of the savages here, 90% think that the Jets will beat the Vikings. So savages say Jets get this win. So salute to everybody again. Happy holidays to everybody as well. Enjoy yourselves. Hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving I'll talk to you folks later. You folks have a good one. Peace.